Welcome back to Napoleon's Fan Club. <laughs> Today, our topic are our central themes, identifying and analyzing the central themes in our books at this point. The books that we are still reading are Animal Farm and We Are Not Free. Ashlyn, would you like to begin? Uh, yeah, sure. So the first question we start off with is, what themes from Animal Farm do you recognize developing in your book, as well as... Oh, yeah, as well, that question wasn't finished. Anyways, um, as well as in We Are Not Free. So, um, I know Sean had a few listed down, so do you want to start off with, like, what themes you noticed? Uh, some themes that I noticed in, like, Animal Farm or just both books. Um, so, both. some themes, yeah, what were you saying, Ashley? Both. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, some themes that I noticed in, like, Animal Farm that you can also see in we, we Are Not Free is, like, oppression, right? Um, you can, like, see this because, like, the pigs also, uh, like, oppress, like, all their people. Like, they didn't, the pigs, like, made sure that none of the animals had, like, an, a voice. Or, like, they didn't really have, like, con- like, their own control over anything. Like, they were just controlled completely by the pigs. And so, also, in We Are Not Free, you can see that there's oppression when, like, the Caucasian, like, people that own stores refuse to serve Japanese and, like, yeah. And the conditions in the camp were just really bad and they were denied human rights because they didn't even have enough food. Yeah. Um, so what I said is I noticed um, the abuse of power because in, like, Animal Farm, the pigs abused their power so much and they took, like, they took advantage of every single animal because of their lack of knowledge and education on what, they, like, they could do. And just, like, in we are not free the government abuses its power so much by putting all like the japanese in a camp like that's not that's not right it's just it's not it's not the right thing to do i don't know what else to say and so they're abusing their power immensely and they're like starving these people and just like five minutes past the curfew um and then they arrested him like i thought that was crazy who was it it was um was it Yosh that that happened to? Anyways, so Yoshi, I thought that was crazy. That's what happened. To yeah. Me. Yeah. So I just thought that was so unnecessary, and I just saw like the relation in both books. So, yeah. Um, I saw like propaganda in both books. So like in Animal Farm, Squealer would like constantly be just like spewing out all the things that Napoleon wanted everyone to hear, just so they would listen to him. And it's kind of the same thing in um. And we are not free because, like, the government, like, um, the government is, like, telling everyone, like, what to think about the Japanese people to be afraid of them so that they can, like, do whatever they want to the Japanese because everyone's, like, just scared of them. Like, with the posters. Yeah, and, like, Japanese people are bad. Yeah, with the posters, the movies, and, like, all sorts of other things. Adding on to that, I think that really goes with the leadership theme because a lot of the, like, people who were like thinking the Japanese were bad it wasn't just because they had a vendetta against everybody it was because they were being told that Japanese were bad and all Japanese could be spies and I think that goes to say bad leadership because there was a lot of like propaganda and I don't think good leaders would try to manipulate their citizens and then also has to go for Animal Farm because Napoleon was definitely not a good leader because he was just power hungry. And I think that has to do a lot with how the leaders like actually interact with their citizens and what they do. 
Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, okay, do we want to move on to, the, like, the next question? Because I think we're good. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so how do you see these themes? Oh, we already discussed that. Okay, look at yeah. us. So good, so great. Um, what inferences do you have for the second half of the book? In what terms of these... Ugh, I just can't speak. What inferences do you have for the second half of the book in terms of these... In terms of the themes based on what you already know. Um, so what I wrote down, um, I said, I think, like, the people will start to, like, die, like, more and more and more because, like, the unlivable conditions. And then eventually some will be, like, sent to Japan, even though they've never, like, even been there and don't speak Japanese and just, like, were born in America, which is so unfair. But that's what I think will happen. I think there's a high chance that Twitchy, the one who got sent off to war, will die. Because, especially because the author put in his, like, love story with Kiko, right? Yeah, Kiko. So I think that'll make it, that made him more of a, like, appealing character in a sense. Because it made him more, like, humane and stuff. And not just, like, a fictional character, you know? Yeah. And I think that's, he, the author might, like, kill him to make it, like, stick more to the reader. Because if there's a book with, like, nothing bad happens, then it kind of just passes right through your brain. You yeah, know? it's not as interesting, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah um, I'm going to just add on. I think, I hope that they return safely, but I do think that there's a chance that one of them will die at war. And I think once America wins the war, the Japanese people will just be released with, like, no reparations or, like, anything. And when they go back to, like... San Francisco, they're they're not gonna have anything. Like they're just not they're gonna have a home, possessions, or anything. They're just gonna have to find it, like everything themselves again. Yeah, they're gonna have to start from the bottom. Yeah, Yeah, start from nothing. And then we're pretty far in the book, so I don't think it'll cover what happens like after they get released. I'm not really sure if it's gonna cover when they do get released. But if it does, then it's never just it's not gonna just go back to being the same the way that it was. Yeah, we need a sequel. Yeah. Um, so I think that's pretty much it. Do you guys have, like, any other, like, questions that you guys, like, discussed? Like, um, that you thought well, of? I about? also, yeah, sorry. Um, so I also wrote for, like, in my inferences that, like, after the war, like, there will still be a bunch of racism of, like, Caucasians, like, mm-hmm. well, like, like, being racist towards Japanese people. And, like, I don't think it's going to go away immediately after they get yeah. released. Yeah. They're still going to have to face issues like that. Yeah, like... Um, I also, you can go. Oh, yeah. It's, like, not the type of thing that kind of, like, goes away right away when you treat a whole group of people like that. Like, it doesn't just yeah. magically, everything goes back straight back to normal. Everyone just doesn't disappear. Yeah, people are still going to be prejudiced for a while after that. They're still going to have their, uh, what they think. Yeah. yeah. And then I also think there's not going to be a scene where all the kids, like, go back together. Right, because there's a lot of scenes where they're like in a group, and it's like, what if this is the last time that we ever see each other? And I think they'll probably meet up with each other, but I don't think they'll ever come together like as a group again. Yeah, as right? all of them together. They've been really going off to college, and they'll have grown up. This didn't just happen over like three months. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so sad. Like, just imagine that. That's just uh, it's so like unfortunate that that happened. It's just so unfair. Yeah. All right. Well, do you want to close it off? Because I think we're, I think we're pretty good here. Yeah, me too. 
thanks for coming to our podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Um, so basically now this little segment is basically just going to be us um, discussing something that's like low-key relating to the book, but like also not at all. So yeah, um, Daniela, take it away. <laughs> okay, so we were talking about how we don't really predict for this book to go like and have a really happy ending because it's historical fiction and that was also one thing that we noticed about animal farm how we could tell that it wasn't gonna like change and even though we all love happy endings we kind of know that this book isn't gonna have one because it's historical fiction we were talking about how much we hate not happy endings because probably shouldn't have said hey um someone else talk it's fine like we grew up with like barbie movies like i like i saw like barbie in the secret door like and then there's this where like not everything ends with like unicorns and magic so it's just like it's a little like it's different it's a change of pace and it's something that we like need to come to but like what we were talking about is like we were trying to think of um a name for the episode i talk so fast oh my god okay we're trying to think of like a name for the episode and then we're like, why can't everybody have a happy ending? So we're like, let's just discuss this a little bit. Um, and so that's what led us to this. Um, so, like, Willis, like, what are your thoughts? And, like, why, why do you think this doesn't end happily? Like, um, I think it's, like, I think it's just unlikely that they're all going to come back together. And, like, all, like, just they'll just all end up being, like, great and they'll just be happy in the end i just don't think it's very likely just the way the story has been going so far well also i'm gonna add on if you don't mind but like you've already done like the government's already done so much bad stuff so we're just gonna forget about it and make it all happy in the end we're just gonna completely ignore like the suffering and everything that they've gone through and just make it happy in the end yeah like i think that it should it kind of relates in a way and i also don't think from an author's perspective that's like good right because that's making it seem like everything's perfect now woohoo even though nothing was perfect right a lot of people still did die and i think the death of a character might make the book like sick more yeah and i think like the first time i read a book that like didn't end with like everybody being happy and happily ever after i think was in sixth grade when we read like wednesday wars or something yeah. And, like, it ended good, obviously, but, like, it's, like, the whole, like, point of the book wasn't, it was about, like, the Vietnam War. And so, essentially, it didn't really end good, and you can just kind of tell. But, like, I just feel like that was the first time I was just, like, wait, not every book has, like, a happy ending. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what book was, like, the first one that you guys noticed, like, didn't end, like, perfectly? Um, I can't. I kind of want to say, like, second or third grade, like, Warrior Cats. Stop. Were you a Warrior Cats girl? Yes. Stop that right now. I don't know. It was the only book series I could find that had, like, a limited number of books because I was such a fast reader and I still read way too many books. Also, do you guys have any book suggestions? No. I don't read. Right? No, because it just... There's, like... I don't know, probably by at this point, there's probably, like, 50 books, right? So I was just, like, there's more books, and I really, I don't know, but yeah. everything, everyone died. <laughs> All right, so a little earlier than mine, um, 
Willis, like, what was, like, what was the first book that you noticed, like, at Mirrorless, um, obviously? Like, what was the first one um, that didn't have a happy ending? The Diary of Anne Frank. I oh, think. my God, you're right. Yeah. I think that was, like, the first book that really did not end well in any respect. Mm-hmm. So, I think that was the first book for me. Yeah. I feel, I feel like we knew that that was a bad ending, right? Because the whole point of the book was this yeah. girl died, like, a yeah. got out of the, like camps right i still cried though because i read ahead because i was bored because i always do that <laughs> also audiobooks drive me crazy everyone goes so slow and audiobook readers are always so monotone they're like then he fell off a cliff that's why i go two times speed i do two times and then yeah. they go i'm like what <laughs> like when i read the it, there's like thoughts of like the tones of the characters and, like the facial expressions in audiobooks first of all they go very slow and i'm a really fast talker which means i don't like listening to people not talk fast yeah audiobooks are not it <laughs> all right well we've talked for five minutes about this so i think we're gonna <laughs> conclude this part two so guys thanks for listening again this is just a uh, kind of a little extra so um yeah. bye miss mendocina we love you bye <laughs>